back. Episode 67. This is like take number two. Yes. We always have multiple takes now. Just accept it. <laughs> totally forgot to, that there's an on, on button for this mic, so that's that's one reason. Can you tell we're rusty? Just super rusty. Forgot that there's an on button on a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Shit has been. Life's busy, but life is picking up, which is good. Things are getting more social, which yep. is great. We won't talk about certain things, which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we'll avoid, you know, all those topics. But yeah, it's it's been good. Um, I went to the office today, first time in in, in a couple months. It sounds horrible. Yeah, it, it was like at my my company's ninth uh, anniversary. Cares. So I don't <laughs> your know, company's not a person. <laughs> yeah. Well, they treat it like like yeah. one, um, but. You know, my, my boss basically, you know, invited us out and be like, hey, I'm going to be there on Friday. Be nice to see some faces, you know, and catch up and stuff. So I'm the like, credit card's going to be there. That's all you no, need to no, know. No, no, man. What? The, the credit card did not show up. Oh, my God. And I was, <laughs> uh, I did not read, I guess, the email properly because mm-hmm. it was basically just cupcakes. I went in there for cupcakes. Because while well, I chatted with, I like, got some FaceTime, you know, get to see people. Um, my company's still very conservative, conservative in terms of like having us keep our mask on and inside. Yeah, you know, still kind of doing contact tracing, like signing in and such. I get it. Yeah. So, but it was pretty empty. I would probably say the doc doc to people ratio was very close to one one to one. I see. I I don't know about. Did we ever talk about having pets in the? I feel like we did. We had a lot of conversations over the years, and I feel like we may have talked about it at some point before. Yeah. But today is a new one where I was sitting, because we have hotel hotel and desk now, right? Mm-hmm. But our company does not, you know, ever since we left for COVID, they have not cleaned the desk in terms of like moving personal belongings. They told people to come in yeah. to move it. But some people said, you know, didn't feel safe, didn't end up coming in. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. yeah. So, I'm sit. I'm like looking at all the desks. I'm like, dude, there's people just left their shit here. <laughs> there's people who probably don't work there anymore. Yeah, who left their shit there. Yeah, so I'm just like, why don't we just gonna swipe everything, and then just piece out, put it in a box, and just like swipe it. Yeah, and then actually make hotel and desk. But so I was kind of stuck with this one empty table that actually was semi clean mm-hmm. or emptied out. But I'll sit beside, I guess, a BA or whatever. Um, who's there constantly because mm-hmm. you know what his setup is? This is a hotel station. He has a bed, not his bed, but his dog's bed. Okay. Yeah. A little, you know, a, a terrier. I think it's so Scottish terrier that looks like it has a mustache, that kind yeah. of face. Um, and so obviously there's all these, um, other workers that would get attracted to come over cause there's a dog yeah. and they end up talking to the dog and stuff. And the weird ass part is this guy would talk back to the person for on behalf of the dog mm. in a make believe cute babyish dog voice. I see. Yes. This would... is a full fully like grown man. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the office and a lot of it should make me uncomfortable and I've come to accept a lot of those things yeah. over the years. I couldn't accept that. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what in the living fuck is going on? 
I haven't been in the office in like four months. Yeah. And the person that I happened to pick in the entire office due to the fact that every single desk is still full of people's stuff um, is a guy that talks in a, in a dog voice. Now you got that office sitcom premise <laughs> yeah. running already. My office is designed like those uh, office sitcoms. You know how yeah. it's kind of messy and it's kind of it's supposed to give out that cool vibe. Mm-hmm. You got the exposed brick, you know, very yeah. open concept. Yeah, it is a sitcom. Because I worked in a similar space yeah, when, I was in, well, when I was in the same area, like those old warehouse. Like we, we worked at the old warehouse building at King and Dufferin right on the corner. Yeah. Um, very super old, but like the whole exposed brick look. You could tell that it was a factory because like a huge like elevator in the back yeah. that's n- not working. <laughs> and like something that looks like a vault. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a bank before. It may have been a bank. I'm not wondering. Dude, did we sure. buy your office? Because we, we have, yeah, we we pretty much have a bank vault. Yeah, that they decided it was a good idea to turn into an office, and I was just like, there's zero ventilation in here because yeah. it is a vault. Um, Some of the buildings may be similar, like they probably did similar things. Yeah. So, but you're not right at the corner, right? I'm right beside. I'm right beside the tracks, like the train tracks. No, no, no. You're further. I'm further south. Further, yeah, yeah. So we're we were at King right at the corner of King and Dufferin. You guys were at the carpet factory. Yeah. yeah across yeah. from there was a McDonald's. There's a BMO across the street. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we There's were a there. yeah, it's like shared by a couple of uh, other other fairly decent or fairly big companies. I think Mark Anthony the wine company is there. Yeah, I'm thinking like in the app company yeah. is there as well too, mm-hmm. right? But um But yeah, so yeah, well, I think mine was a steel mill because yeah. we had a tour and they're like saying like, oh, we kept the tracks in this building because it's historical. It's basically when 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 the lake ran up to here mm-hmm. and they had the tracks and they can just wheel in the stuff straight from straight from the boats. And I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. And they're like, they kept all, the, all this furnace and stuff. And they're like, yeah, we're going to make it into a space where we're going to keep, you know, lounge chairs so people can have a break. Beside this super old ass furnace, yeah. <laughs> like, At least they're being realistic about it. It's not like those new age offices where they install a slide and everyone can slide down from the first floor to the, or the second floor down to the first floor. Yeah, install all these like because when we were in that space, um, we had PlayStation, we had um, I think table tennis. Yeah, I'm not sure if we had a jits table. We had all these things, but like you were afraid to use that. Yeah, you're afraid to use it because like someone's gonna snitch on you. Like Andrew was using the the PS4, dude. This instead is, of doing his work, <laughs> this is the opposite of what Canadian Tire had. Remember back, they have that one one level, and it's a space. They yeah. have like a table tennis. I worked on that floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had lunch. Like I worked two floors above, so I would go down there to, for for lunch because it's it's the only decorated spot. Yeah, outside of the cafe, right? So we're hanging out, and every single day I would see the same like you know, six guys playing the most intense table tennis match ever. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going back and forth. We were down there quite a bit. It was our floor. But I think those kind of companies, they take it easy. You know, I think we had the right idea back then. Just do your work. Have a little fun if you want on your own terms. Yeah. Don't do it on the company's terms. Yeah, when they try to do like a team building event and all these things, like after work, I'm like, no, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spend time with coworkers. 
my short time there, I don't recall having like a big, anything big, except for going over to like the Cineplex when they had that huge, like a huge meeting where they want to fit in everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. I remember just being angry every time I had to go to those. Because <laughs> you have to go underground? Because they would lie to us every single time. I remember we had to get our department, like president or whatever, VP. And they're like, we're going to find the best person in North America. <clears throat> Flash forward like three months, and I see this freaking lousy guy. All he does is carry a big Reese's peanut butter cup around. <laughs> like, this is the best person that you found? <laughs> they always lied. And I think if I flash forward to today, I never pay attention during those town halls. Now it's so easy to not pay attention because you're not there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all virtual. And I turn on my um, my uh, Amazon Echo. Yeah. So I don't have to actually wear my headset. Yeah. I just do whatever I want during those, those sessions. Because <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter to me at all what any of these people are presenting. It's so boring. Yeah, because you, you basically... well. The, you know, I'm paying attention in a sense like, okay, you're there. They're going to start talking about something. It's like you're either going to be interested in it or you're not. And then, then they'll bring up the next point and you're like, okay, pay attention or not. Not saying that, you know, you, they'll, they'll always send out a follow-up email so it's easier to follow that way. Yeah. And then they'll actually have the PDF of what they're presented. And they record the presentations too. So I could I could choose to watch it later, but I choose not to do that how much of the content really relates to me? I think, you know, you and I are on the same kind of, or you, uh, the companies that we work for are on the same page. Yeah. We have these land acknowledgements oh, yeah. uh, in the beginning and they acknowledge the land for like different offices. Yeah. Too, which is, I guess it's, it's good. I don't know how indigenous people feel about this. Yeah. Why don't you give us the land back? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, isn't it like rubbing it in at this point? Like, we are on your land. Yeah. Anyways, on to business. Yeah. So me and, like, Sarah, we're about to disagree on, on this topic. Because, like, mm -hmm. recently we had, because uh, our first kid is going to go to, like, JK uh, coming up. So I heard. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the... The school board's doing a good job in terms of, you know, allowing us, like, parents first time sending our kids to school mm -hmm. to know what they're going to do and how they're going to teach. And and it's easy, right? You join the Zoom call. But then at the beginning of the Zoom call, this guy just goes on about, it was a 10-minute land, land <laughs> acknowledgement. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, my face wore it, like, how I was feeling. And I can tell Sarah was not pleased. And then afterwards, she's like, it's like, why am I so against it? It's like maybe because she's been away from from the work environment for the past couple of months, it, it, it's become a point where every single meeting starts with the land acknowledgement. I'm like, you know, can we do it like every quarter yeah. and just do it on the first day of the quarter and just acknowledge that we're, we're in this space and yeah. that's it. We don't have to spend this every single presentation like with a five-minute acknowledgement. I get it. Five minutes of my time. Is nothing because mm -hmm. these people have suffered. But like you said, it's like, what are we doing for them? I just think we have 20, 20 plus percent of the world's fresh water, but yet our native, like our indigenous people don't have clean water yeah. to drink. I'm like, that's just, you know, let's just do that. Let's give them water. It's really disgusting. 
when I think about it. And we're kind of patronizing with these land acknowledgements. I mean, I get it's a trendy thing to do. We got to do it. I'm never going to do it. Yo, well, imagine if, if you got asked to do a presentation. Not not presentation, but like it's almost like if you're eating dinner at a, a Christian's house or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll do grace, right? Grace, right? Yeah. And then you have to do it. But, you know, I've, I've never been in that situation where you, people have to ask me to do the grace. You can be thankful for sharing time with your friends. You could be thankful for the food and those who prepared it without being religious. Yeah. You can. You can't acknowledge the land without acknowledging the land. Right? Yeah. You got to go in. I would be in a dilemma if they asked me to do that. Yeah. Luckily, I'm not in any position where I'm ever going to have to do it. And I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. It's always they're so happy about this diversity thing, you know. It's a good thing. And I think you and I have talked about it before, right? Diversity, especially for our generation, it matters because we all grew up in like, I don't want to say a multicultural environment. We grew up in like forced integration (laughs) where we were all in the same schools together, right? And it's either have friends or don't have friends, right? Yeah. And it didn't really, most of the time it didn't matter like what your friends, you know, what their background is. It never even came up. It didn't come up. Yeah. When you were playing. Right. Flash forward to today. Now you're in the office and now we have to kind of call everything out explicitly. Yeah. It's actually a very matter of fact thing because it's almost like, like Zach going to, to daycare. And then one day, this is recently the past, like maybe two months or so. He just went and he's, he's just like, we're, I'm driving him home. So he's chatting with me in the car and he goes like, you know, so-and-so, um, he has uh dark skin or mm-hmm. like brown skin or something like that mm-hmm. right and it's just that's it like nothing about it right yeah but i guess this is what this whole crt critical race theory thing's going on i actually don't know what that's, up, that's about and i think a lot of people who are against it don't really know what it's about yeah from what i know it's like a university college level program or course yeah. so they're not teaching it to kids in school i think it sounds like what they want to do is almost present like, you know how they always say the victor, uh, like, history is written by the, the victor? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's pretty much saying, like, yeah, you know, like, our history books was all written by, like, you know, white people. Yeah. And then, you know, now we should present the whole picture and be like, you know, yeah, but we got to point at this point here because yeah. of all this thing that happened before, right? We have to just acknowledge it. And they're saying we got to do it in an unbiased way. Yes. So it is pretty hard to imagine, like, if you're in the southern states mm-hmm. and you're a teacher, you could be, like, you know, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. You're five years away from, like, retiring. And now, all of a sudden, you have to, like, teach a CRT. Anyways, but but the states kind of side is, like, kind of messy mm-hmm. from, from what I understand. People don't know what critical race theory is. That's what I've gathered. People just have no idea what it is. Yeah. You can still teach about slavery. Just teach them about slavery. Mm-hmm. It is part of what, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. The people that are objecting to it, it's just, it's just you know, obviously the white folks. Um, I understand, right? I get it. You're, this is your, where your ancestors grew up. You guys fucking lost the Civil War, mm-hmm. right? Think about how there's so many poor white people there now. Yeah. And the, the South got destroyed, like, economically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in terms of education, a lot of the states have terrible education. 
yeah in this in the south so they have a right to be angry about like Whoa, that loss you're, right you're thinking the north purposely like shunned the south i think that i don't, I don't know the, the whole history because i didn't take american history but obviously the victor took a lot from the south yeah right in terms of you know their their economy ran on slavery but also like they're the the poorer states, right? You can go look it up <laughs> in terms of like uh, economics and like education, mm-hmm. everything else, every other metric of a modern society. They're they're very low. They have a right to be angry, um, and I understand it. So I understand where they're coming from. I mean, that's it. You know, I, I understand why people are um, resistant to change. It even happens here. Yeah, because it's not just white people who are angry that things are changing. They think about the changing dynamics of an area like Markham or like Scarborough. Yeah. Right. Dynamics changed quite a bit. Should I be judging that, you know, 60, 70 year old, like, you know, white person? Like they saw in a lifetime, everything change. Yeah. But it's not just them too. Right, and I'm I'm relating it back to another situation which is happening in in the Europe, which we're not going to talk about. Yeah. But there's a refugee situation there, and then other countries, I think Hungary, maybe Poland, are looking at like darker skinned refugees. They're like, oh no 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 no, we're not gonna. Oh yeah. We're not, we're not doing this. Oh okay. We're not doing this again. <laughs> right. But then Ukrainians are free to go. Oh right. Right. Oh right. Yeah yeah yeah. So there's a situation going on there, and I. I, I can't understand it because I'm not in, I'm 100% Canadian. I don't necessarily have that connection to a culture mm-hmm. where, you know, you are, um, you have a, I think within your culture, it's a deeper connection because there's more traditions. Yeah. We were fucking taken over by the British. What are our <laughs> traditions, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm like going over to UK yeah. for, for work for a bit. And I was just, I have a, like maybe... A day and a half, two days of like free free time. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking around. I'm just like I don't know what there is to check out. You can go to Tower Bridge. I regret not going in Tower Bridge. Um, there's a castle near there too. Yeah, forget what it's called. So I'm gonna uh, get a tour. Tower Bridge Castle. I don't forget what it's called. Apparently, Big Ben just like had all their scaffolding removed. Like they're done to rentals. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so I'll check it out. Mm. I'll appreciate it more than than when I was younger. Grab some curry over at Brick Lane. That's what everyone's been saying. I always like, remember like... the hustlers outside the restaurants. Oh, like it's so distinctive. You almost never see it when you're traveling. But like when you walk down Brick Lane, everyone's trying to get you in the restaurant. That's like very European thing. Like France had that. Yeah, Belgium had it. I kind of like that. It's old school. Yeah, it is. But I get nervous sitting at a tablecloth. <laughs> tablecloth with a... Yeah, table with a tablecloth. I'm just more like thinking like, shit. You know how sometimes when you go into those markets and you're like, you want to buy something, mm-hmm. you buy it. But as you walk further into the market, it gets better. Yeah. And it could be like cheaper. So you don't want to be like, you know, getting pulled into the first restaurant that that gets you, right? That's true. Very true. But yeah, I'll, I will try curry because, you know... When I travel, basically all I do is eat. Yeah. You know, that's probably one of the best part, you know. Dude, you're, tra- you're traveling on the employer's dime? 
Oh, yeah. You got to fucking eat and spend that per diem and bank it for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Now, unfortunately, you're going to, to England. I right? know. Where I the know. food is not very good. <laughs> but I think you can make it work for you. Different types of curry. Yeah. I remember having like Nepalese or like Himalayan type food. I, most of what I ate there is curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm just like pulling it up. I'm like, English breakfast. I'm like, you know what? Mm. I like breakfast food a lot. Yeah. But I don't know about eating beans all the time. Beans and fucking tomatoes. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. That's the thing about that. Whenever you order like an English breakfast yeah. at a pub around here, everything about it is amazing. But then like that, the beans. Yeah. I prefer to just ask them to hold it sometimes. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm good, man. It's like my burrito when they ask me, do you? Do you like beans in your burrito? Yeah. I'm like, no. Do you like beans in your burrito? Yes. Yeah? And I just think it goes together. Really? I don't eat beans. You know, I give it a shot then. I don't eat beans in any other context. Chili? It's like all mashed yes. though, right? In in burrito? Yeah. No, they're, they're whole. They're like sauced up. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, you're talking about the refried beans. Like the paste. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I actually like that too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you get it with the rice? Yeah, I do. Because yeah. maybe it's just an Asian Mexican thing rice. where I just go like, nah, just just give me the rice portion. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't override that Asian-ness. Like, I <laughs> yeah. want more rice. I'm like, everything that you put on top of the rice is amazing. Yeah. I don't need this like layer of beans. Yeah. It's almost like when we went to Hawaii, koi. Or poi. Koi? Poi? Yeah. What do you think of poi? I don't, I'm trying to remember what it is. What is poi? It's a, tor- it's a taro paste. I don't remember. I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I liked it, but I don't. I can't picture it right now. If you went to that that dinner party, the luau, right? The luau. Yeah, yeah I was then there. There's probably like that the poi. Yeah. Being served, right? I didn't like everything yeah. at that luau, but yeah, get beans in your burrito, man. Get it. Okay, I'll try it. Not. I probably won't try like the refried beans though. Refried beans. I like queso. Like when we're talking about business travel, most of what I did during business travel is eat, eat as well, yeah. eat and sleep in hotels. The amount of work I got done was so minimal over all the trips that I've taken, and I've taken maybe twenty plus business trips. Yeah, the amount of work I done was minimal, and I could have done it probably from here, right? But eating yeah. went to Mexico City, <laughs> Mexico City twice. Had some of the best tacos I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Street tacos or like no, 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 no. I didn't, f- I didn't fuck around with the street food. <laughs> and I saw people lining up at the carts too, yeah, the yeah. street carts. And I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah. You can't do it. Because the first time I went to Mexico, I got food poisoning. <laughs> and I can't, I couldn't do it. But established taco restaurants, you know what I really like? Queso, the fried cheese. Yeah. So delicious. Anything with cheese, I'll eat. You, you tell me you're going to fry the cheese. Yeah. I'm in. I'm all the way in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably like what what I'm looking at. The per diem's all right. I don't. I asked my my boss today. I was just like, "Hey, should I keep my receipt? You know, to test if it's a per diem kind of thing." Mm-hmm. And then she's she's just like, "Yeah, just keep all the receipts. It's like it's gonna get approved." It's just I'm like, okay, yeah. You work for that type of company, and that's the type of company that I really like to work for, where you just expense it and don't, you don't necessarily have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But like you said, like the amount of work that will be done, maybe if I knock off like three things, it just happened like 
they needed all these other stuff that came along when I, I was there. I was just like, perfect. I can just do all this there mm-hmm. and bring it back. I don't think it justifies it because it's a very expensive, like, stamp. Yeah. You could have just sent it over to me for like two bucks. Do you have a policy where you get to fly business at a certain uh, trip length? I think you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's over like six, six hours. plus hours, yeah, you get the next class up. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it, but like the next class up is a huge like jump up in price, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, it's cool, man. You'd rather not be questioned on that. Yeah. Save, rather- <laughs> save more for your per diem. Yeah. It's just like, oh, your flight went from like, could be nine nine hundred bucks to like two k. Yeah. Like, what are you flying? Like, cause cause they fly over back to like UK a lot, right? Flying Emirates. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about it because yeah. like the first place I checked was because again it's on on company's dime, like their credit card and everything. It's Air Canada, isn't it? Yeah. Then oh the first God. thing I thought about was just Air Canada. And I was chatting with like uh, another person head in there, and then they were saying, "Oh, I'm going like British Airways." I'm yeah. like, fuck, I didn't think about British Airways. Yeah. Is it? I don't know if it'll be any better. Mm. True. You'll probably get, like, English breakfast served. <laughs> the one thing that I really hope will be is, like, because we were looking at seat selections, and it was fairly empty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, pray to God that I get, like, a whole aisle down. What's your, what's your seat selection strategy? I know my strategy as a solo traveler, what my strategy is. My strategy is to ask Sarah... To book it for me. <laughs> I see. There's one time I swear she picked an awesome seat. It was like from Hong Kong back to Canada. Um, I shouldn't blow up the spot. Yeah. Uh, it's all the way at the back of the plane. Who's listening to this? Oh, yeah. True. That will find your secrets. People, most likely people that will fly to Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know how like every single seat on the side of the plane yeah. is three seats, right? Yes. But if you go to the back, the back two is actually two, mm-hmm. two and two. Yeah. So you pick the one that, that the first two, mm-hmm. so then it has like a bit of an angle out. Yeah. So you can put your feet all the way across into the third seat yeah. out in the aisle. Okay. And you'll, you'll never get bumped. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is like fucking perfect leg room. That's, that's a good tip. If I were, if I was not able to get my preferred seat, I would probably go for that one. Where's your preferred so my seat? preferred is pretty much anywhere, but I always choose the middle. I don't need to see out the window. All right, I trust we're in the air. <laughs> all right, I don't need to see us landing or taking off. I trust the pilot. But don't you want to control that? Well, you know what's fucking annoying when someone like an aisle ahead of you yeah. leaves their window open and it's fucking bright as yeah. shit. I think I'm good because I'm in the middle. Like, and these, I'm talking about the big planes. Yeah. And these big planes have three, four, and three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I choose an aisle seat in that middle bank of four. Yeah. And I hope that there's like a family of three or something mm-hmm. kind of sitting beside me. So they all go out the same direction oh, yeah, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. get out, right? Oh, okay. So they go to the bathroom. They don't want to disturb me. Yeah. So they disturb like their family members and go out. Yeah, yeah. So I get my undisturbed aisle seat in the middle. Shit, Okay. That's actually a great idea. That is my strategy. It backfired once. But it's probably not the worst, right? Because, like, you can get out of, you know, the pros is having that situation happen. And, and another pro is, like, you get to just hop out and go, you know, take a piss. That's true. I don't like to disturb people either. I think my flight to, I think, Hong Kong, where 
they asked me if I wanted to move seats because it was a family of three. Yeah. There was one, I think, lady on the outside and yeah. me on the other outside seat. There's a family of three, um, father, mother, and small child. Yeah. They asked me, can you switch seats? Like, because we didn't, they didn't get seats together. They wanted seats together. Yeah. I'm like, N- no, not. <laughs> I picked this seat. This is my seat. This is my strategy seat. Yeah. So the father ended up sitting in the other, like, th- bank of three. He yeah. sat in the middle. Why would I trade with him? He's in the middle. Yeah. He's in the middle of the outside. This is probably the worst seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, fa- the, mother and the, the mother and the son sat beside me, but they sat the son, like, right beside me. Yeah. As a punishment. They did it on purpose. <laughs> right? And I think he was speaking in, like, whatever, I think Mandarin or whatever. So he's trying to speak. Guy who's looking at me, trying to speak to me. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand you. Yeah. You know, adorable, but, like, kind of annoying as well. Yeah. I'm looking at it through my lens right now. Like, in my lens right now, you know, you, you guys all have kids. Yeah. Right? Interact with your kids. It's cool, right? Back yeah. then, it's like, the fuck is this kid beside me? And kids, like, dropping crayons. I'm like, fuck. I pick up the crayon. Now I'm playing the role of the father. <laughs> the father is the luckiest man because he doesn't have to, have to deal with this. Yeah, yeah. I end up, like, giving the kid my dessert, too. Yeah. Like, just take this. This is a cold-ass brownie. <laughs> it's Air Canada, right? Yeah, that's the only time it backfired. Other than that, it's like a clutch. Yeah, that's that's not too bad. It's not. It's annoying, but it's not. It's not the worst. No, like flying to Hong Kong before for Stephen's like wedding. I had a chance to switch seat, and I was just like, you know, fuck whatever. I'll just sit with Mike. Worst decision ever. Because <laughs> behind me we were like a, a family, like a four. Like Indian folks, I think they like Air Canada started to do connection flights through Hong Kong mm-hmm. to India. So I noticed on that flight there was a lot more like uh, Indian uh, travelers, and and I was just like, this. They had two girls and they're just like crying and kicking, yeah. kicking my fucking seat. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I saw the mother. The mother sat beside me, left the father with the kids, <laughs> and. And man, it was gross. I've never seen anyone just take off their shoes. Mm. It's cool. Taking off your shoes, I get it. Long flight. Take off their sock. Okay. And just shove their fucking feet into a magazine holder. <laughs> That's like crazy. just straight up like <laughs> hanging off. I'm like, dude, is this not like are we not in a, are we not in a plane? Yeah. This is civilization, right? Like how can you be like such an animal? I remember I think I was listening to maybe Bill Burr or some some older podcast. Where he's just talking about how flying used to be for sophisticated people. People used to dress up to go on a plane. Yeah. Right? People used to wear suits. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could smoke on a plane. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was more unaffordable. But the more, like, sophisticated people went on the plane. Now it's like people in flip-flops. You're lucky if they wear flip-flops. We are basically flying in the, like, bottom deck of a Titanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the third class, like. <laughs> yeah. Like when sometimes when you fly, fly American Airlines, you're like, yeah, I'm risking my life here. Have you ever, been, you know, you know, pay for a ticket and then they all of a sudden put you in a bus and they drive you to the smallest <laughs> fucking plane on earth? Yeah, and it's just like a one aisle plane. Yeah, it's like one seat and then two seats and then just an aisle down and you see propellers. Yes, and I was, I had to fly from Chicago over to uh, Toronto. I'm like. What the fuck is going on? You know what? I don't mind that because I used to love to fly Porter. Yeah. Um, I just thought 
I used to go to Chicago a lot. And I liked flying into Midway mm-hmm. at Chicago because it's just easier to get from there to downtown or whatever. Just hop the train yeah. and you're into downtown. O'Hare is a nightmare. Yeah. So flying uh, Toronto Island Airport to uh, Midway through Porter. I think Air Canada used to fly over there. It's the prop, yeah. it's the prop planes. Yeah. First, they're loud as fuck. Yeah. But I didn't feel unsafe. You know, I yeah, felt, yeah. It felt pretty good. It's just you, you don't imagine when you fly in a plane these days to be in a prop plane, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Zach would probably love that shit. But uh, take him Porter. Yeah, Porter. Actually, I love flying Porter, especially to the States because, like, their security lineup is short. Yeah. It was, to say the least. <laughs> like it was the, clutch. The only thing I don't, don't like is they got all capitalistic and they got rid of, like, the free snacks and, like, the free coffees. And now they... Oh, they, man, it had free beers, like Ace Hill beers. On the plane, yes. I no, remember. no, they had it in their lounge. Oh, did they? Okay. I always I always got there in the morning, so I was yeah, not yeah. cracking up my own beer. Yeah. Last time I flew out there, it was to, like, the East Coast. Mm-hmm. It was, like, 6 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, You're not cracking open a beer. <laughs> Thought about it. Could I, I guess I could have taken it on the plane. Yeah. Could have. Yeah. Yeah. But those days are long gone. For sure. Everything, everyone's trying to make a buck these days which i don't blame them i don't blame it i myself am trying to make a buck any way possible yeah well it's like this inflation talk man what about it again you hear about companies with all these like like increased profit yeah this year and then but then they're raising the price on us and they're using the justification of global supply chain shortage which is causing like higher prices we just cut in into the profit. Yeah. I thought, like, Wait. if that's the case, then whatever price increase that you're pushing on us mm-hmm. is to cover your price increase as well. Yeah. So your profit, you know, shouldn't be, like, record profit earnings. It's nuts, and it's very disingenuous. I think on, on one of our town halls that we had, they released the financial numbers for our America's region, and they showed the profit percentages, you know, somewhere between, you know, 8 and you know, 18%, depending on the office. And someone asked, like, hey, we just got our annual raise, and it doesn't even match inflation. And I'm sitting here looking at your profit percentages. I'm like, oh, shit, this guy went hard. <laughs> yeah. He made that guy, he made the guy presenting dance. <laughs> In the end, I don't I know it's not an argument he's going to win. Yeah. Right? But he, he did something brave that day. Yeah. He brought it up. He brought up whatever everyone else was thinking. Companies are making record profits. Walmart, Amazon, Costco making record profits. Yeah. And the prices of everything are going up. And it's just companies price gouging. That's the end, at, the, at the end of the day. This is kind of on this topic, bringing up something that's kind of, you know, annoyed me at the grocery store. Obviously, you know, you go to the grocery store, you shop. Yeah. Right now, it's just so hard to shop because you got to be like analyzing every price tag. Yeah. Because I find now what they're doing is instead of having a straight up price, it's like now you got to buy like three, four, mm. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or else the, each price is like higher. Yeah. But you got to like sit there with a magnifying glass and read that sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you're, you're fooled by like the price and you pick it up and like, oh shit, I got to buy five of these <laughs> to get that price. <laughs> right? What are they promoting? A, it's kind of like disingenuous because there's going to be a lot of people who are picking that up. Yeah. 
and like not reading it and then get to the cash register. I don't watch every item that's scanned. Yeah, yeah, either. yeah. So yeah. you're going to end up paying for that. But also it's promoting food waste, mm-hmm. especially for like perishable items where you're buying like five of them. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to eat that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's like, yeah, like when you're getting like leafy greens or whatever yeah. and they, they tell you you have to buy like, like you said, like this quantity for the special price and to kick in. It is like overconsumption. Like there's a lot of food waste. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's it's been brought to anyone's like attention, and it's all I, I've seen working at like no frills for all those years and having to like toss out you know perfectly fine food, mm-hmm. even just you know like the packaging might be a little bit like ripped or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do we go send this back to dam- damage and get a credit back? It's like, no, mm-hmm. no, it's not worth it. Just like just throw it out. We're gonna just chuck it. I'm like, dude, you should just you guys should just offer this like outright and be like. I guess it's it's bad because then they'll be like, well, what if you want something and you ripped it on purpose, right? Yeah. I mean, there are things that are happening right now that are countering it. There's a service, and for the life of me, can't remember the name, where you can actually buy food that would otherwise be thrown out from like restaurants or whatever, bakeries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called, and I heard about it on, I think, Metro Morning or The Current or something yeah i think it's the nap where like an example like cha time mm-hmm. might have like they made two plus or three plus drinks or whatever and yeah. you're gonna toss that at the end of the night they'll just throw it up on the app and be like hey you know you want three three drinks for five bucks yeah you know swing on by you, you can get that purchase mm-hmm. something like that right yeah um yeah it's even like these best before dates you know yeah i don't i don't follow that closely I follow the sniff test. You right. do a sniff test, which then proceeds to your taste test. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I mean. No, no. Yes. It, it smells, it <laughs> yeah. smells right, right? True, 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 but true, then true. you're like, yeah. eh, you know, yeah. especially if you like, you know, tap the vape or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like, I don't know. I, I can't trust my, my smell. Yeah. And then you go to taste. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like some products you actually notice that like you get like freshly baked. Not fresh, I guess, baked from, like, the grocery store. Yeah. They'll have the best before date. Yes. You'll notice, like, I don't know, if something that's super sugary, like, you know, white chocolate, macadamia nut. Yeah. If you don't eat it before the best before date, it just becomes, like, just sugar. Yeah. Like, everything else from whatever dissolves, it's just straight up sugar. Yeah. It's not soft or anything. It just crumbles. Yeah. Hard crunch. It's like those Chips Ahoy cookies at the end, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But those are getting like crazier, like PC chocolate chip cookie. When I used to work there and they first start rolling it out mm-hmm. and it got popular with the whole MasterCard program. Yeah. Um, it used to be, it feels like more dense, but now if you get one of them and you bite into it, mm-hmm. it just feels like air. I don't okay. know if you get that feel. I, don't, I haven't had it in a, like a while, but I can imagine it. I don't like those hard store-bought cookies. Like the soft stuff is all the. I need a soft cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's M- milk be. dunk. <clears throat> I don't drink a ton of milk, but it sounds like a good idea. That sounds like something I would do. Yeah, yeah. If I had milk regularly. <laughs> um. Another thing that's happening right now, which I noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed right now, Loblaws in a in a dispute with Frito Lay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't you can't get a Frito Lay chip. You can get it at Walmart, though. At Walmart or any other store. Yeah. Right? You can't get it at Shopper. So is Loblaws fighting for our right? Because, like, Frito's, like, jacked it way higher, right? I don't trust Galen Weston. 
I don't trust him. I hey, see him on TV. PC's doing health health stuff now too. They got a health app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I don't trust him. I see him on TV. This man did uh, bread price fixing with the other stores too. Yeah. Right. So they're not public. They don't have a public face. Galen Weston is all over TV. Yeah. I remember the series of commercials where they're like, "Hey PC," mm-hmm. or "Ask PC," or whatever. That's probably been a disastrous campaign for them. Yeah. The hashtag because <laughs> people can't afford groceries anymore. Yeah. They were talking about the Optimum program and this kid who really wanted a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So he ended up throwing extra vegetables in like the cart. Yeah. Dude, I would fucking throw that shit back. Like, we're not eating all this. (laughs) Right? Don't promote food waste, guys. It's just going to sit in your freezer. Like my bag of cauliflower rice that's just been there for like four months doing (laughs) nothing. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I have a chest freezer. It's full of meat. I'm like, we should, we need to just clear this shit out and, and just eat it. Just sometimes it might not be what you need, mm-hmm. but you just, you know, you, you got the ingredient, just cook around it. You feel good getting rid of it because it's been in your freezer just. I have an know. octopus just chilling in my freezer. <laughs> I got to cook that shit. You got to you gotta cook that intelligent being. <laughs> uh, but yeah, when you speak Fritos, right? Sorry, do you think they're actually fighting for for our right? I don't think so. I just I don't trust Galen Weston. There's something else going on. They're probably being charged a lot. But I go into that aisle now. I see these weak ass PC chips. Yo, PC like, Buffalo or the blue cheese in Buffalo. You like it? Yeah, that's, that's probably your, that's your jam. That's my jam. It's a little strong. Yeah, for some folks, their lower end chips are, are garbage. Yeah, but. I actually like the Portuguese chicken chips. Really? Try those. Okay. I haven't seen that flavor. I like those ones. Those ones are good. The world of flavor. I also think, I don't know if this opinion will be controversial. I think Frito-Lay, like the Lay's chips are overrated. I feel like Ruffles are also overrated. What? I like Ruffles. All dressed though. You like Again, Ruffles? I'm like a flavor explosion kind of dude, as you can tell. Oh, Very yeah? strong flavors. So, so then you like Doritos then? No, I actually don't like Doritos. Fuck, you don't like Doritos? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Dur- the spice is good. It's, it's good. Like I, I can live with that fromage. Yeah. Um, it's all the sweet chili heat. But it's like the corn chip, right? Yeah. After a while, a corn chip isn't as fried as a potato chip. Yeah, so you, you like that like oil, the oil taste, right? I don't know. The, like you said, Lay's, regular... Sarah likes to lightly salt it. Yeah. Whenever I eat that, I feel gross. I'm just, I just ate, I just transported oil into my mouth. Yeah. That's all I did. <laughs> I like a Lay's wavy. That's it. Maybe occasionally a sour cream and onion. How about Miss Vicky's? I prefer kettle. See, I'm like out of the Frito Lay universe. Now I'm like <laughs> talking about like Marvel, Marvel talking. versus DC, right? Yeah. So now I'm in like the other universe. Somehow Kettle got themselves into the organic aisle. That's the first hustle they figured out. It does. It does taste like real potato, though. Kettle versus Miss Vicky's. Yeah. Okay. Like Miss Vicky's is really oily. Yeah. And it's super thin, and you yeah. can tell it through. Kettle, you look at it, you can see the skin yeah. around the chip. I'm not going to lie. Kettle. Sometimes after eating kettle, my jaw is like hurting. <laughs> You're fucking eating a potato, man. <laughs> like... You're eating a petrified potato. But kettle, they got the uh, honey Dijon. 
flavor. They yeah, got a, uh, like a parmesan, chip. creamy parmesan or whatever. You know what's a good chip? Um, the truffle one. Oh, uh, the from Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's? Yes. I don't know why Trader Joe's never, you know, didn't bother coming up. I, they, I remember they had that person who was running food up from Trader Joe's and like reselling it. Yeah. In like Vancouver or whatever, BC. But I don't think they had any plans to come to Canada, but I'm surprised. And Trader Joe's, I think there was two brothers that started it. It was one brother who did the Trader Joe's and the other brother, I think, did Aldi. Aldi. Okay. They have another grocery store chain in the States. I might be butchering the story, but Aldi also has very good um, house brands. Okay. And I bet you they have their own truffle chip as well. Someone in Canada has to get on that. Truffle chips, right? Uh, yeah. And I don't know if I'm appealing to Galen Weston. If there's anything of value he could do for society is create that truffle chip. <laughs> yeah. Right? He'll win right now because look at his chip aisle. His chip aisle is just yellow bags. That's true. It's someone, garbage. Actually, yeah. Someone should be able to step up and and get that. It's not like you can copyright a flavor, right? Yeah. Yo, just get your PC team working on it, man. They've done everything else. They made a garlic bread yeah. chip. It was terrible. Garlic? Well, just butter and... Gar- oh. It was horrible. It was horrible. They just don't got it going on. But, man, Doritos. Doritos got the flavor explosion that I need. It's flavor explosion, yeah. But it's just a corn chip like flavor after a while. It just gets kind of, I don't know, I guess. stale, right? It's not... Doesn't maintain that crunch. I don't agree. I'll agree to disagree on that. But, you know, a funny concept that I thought about is someone from like pioneer days coming in like time machine, landing here and having one taste of a Dorito, it would fucking <laughs> blow their their stovetop hat like right off. It would be insane. Like thinking about how I forgot the word for it. Our food is so like hyper palatable. Yeah, the flavors they they didn't have those flavors, dude. It's designed to make you like over salivate, <laughs> and you just keep going back for more, dude. I'm thinking about that sweet chili Doritos right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After this, I'll probably swing. Well, I'll probably swing by McDonald's for sure. What's your What's your order? Junior chicken burger. Um, fuck, double cheeseburger. Oh, the McDouble. McDouble. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually what I, what I go for. Actually, I really like just their their very basic uh, breakfast burger sandwich. Just oh, the sausage, the sausage, sausage and egg, or the just the sausage. Just, just I'm good with just the sausage. Yeah, because it comes with a cheese in there. Add right? your own egg for oh, cheap. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> go home and add your own egg. Fry your egg, put it in a container, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> show it there, slap yeah. it on. Yeah, you gotta pass it through the drive-through window, get them to add it for you. Do I go yolk too? Yeah. Just like raw yolk. Yeah, because when you're when you're working at McDonald's, you cook the shit out of that egg. You got to make sure, and then it just it's goes so in dry. That, man. It goes in that circle, right? But it, even I don't know. Their breakfast sandwich is like the bomb. I don't think like. I think they're just very good. It uses a real egg first of all, and it had to. Tim Hortons didn't use a real egg. Subway didn't use a real egg. It was horrible. Yeah. Well, some ways, like, it's just it's just packaged food. They right? don't use anything this real. The bread is gym mats, right? Um, Dude, it's like when I when I saw how the sausage is made in, in Boston Pizza. Mm-hmm. After that, I don't think I was able to pay for a real meal. <laughs> like just seeing that because it was again like a no frills Christmas party, mm-hmm. and they booked up the uh, 
the Scarborough Town uh, Boston Pizza. So they just made an aisle straight down. Mm-hmm. And they made a cooking station, so they they had like their their cooks come out, and they'll they'll be making the sauce and the pasta and everything. And everything was just in a plastic bag. Oh. It's just like the portion is just like perfect. So like you rip off the bag, throw it in a pot to boil, and they'll take it out, and then they'll have a pack of sauce, rip it out, yeah. pour it in their saucepan, flip it up, and do whatever, and just give it to us. And I was just like, this is it. Yeah, I'm paying like close to twenty bucks for packaged food. I imagine how wasteful that is because everything's individually wrapped. Yeah. That, that's crazy right that's why like that one year when we had like the olympics yeah <laughs> like 2010 mm-hmm. and we just like went to boston pizza to drink yeah they're like oh yeah was it like 20 20 minimum yeah that you have to pay we couldn't even order food because the food was like so shit they we just make, ordered like a team pitcher they make a decent each. pizza I, yeah, mean, the I, I, I don't remember ever being that hammered in my life first of all <laughs> yeah. but they make a decent pizza i think what I avoid is ordering anything other than pizza and pasta there. It's a mistake. Last time I ordered a sandwich, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. It was just horrible. Now you got to trust. Do you have the cactus jack uh, chips? Cactus jack? Or cactus chips? I don't know if I've had it before. It's just basically like freshly fried like uh, potato chips. Mm. I don't think I've ever had it. I don't, I don't know if it's there. It might be one of those like like uh, bars that we usually, usually frequent back in the day. Um, speaking of which... Major Millikan's no longer in existence. You know, it doesn't exist. Like, well, the building still exists, but it's something else, right? It's a bubble tea shop now. Yeah, I mean... Dude, that shit's gonna, like, excel. You gotta go with what's hot, and bubble tea is the new Tim Hortons. Yeah. But I was just like, wow. I did not expect to see this day yeah. where the local drunks yeah. will no longer have a place for them to drink. You know that bar, man. It's, it gets rough during the week. It well, does. The weekdays. The crowd there is horrible, and it smells terrible there. I'm hoping they like clean that place up, big time. Imagine it's all like uh, chic kind of design in there now. Yeah. Imagine you're stumbling in there, you know, just out of rehab, coming in there, and it's changed. I think the last time that we ever went there was mm-hmm. that time that we saw like the new owner, the yeah. brown guy. He's like, things are gonna be different now. <laughs> yeah, it is different. Yeah, <laughs> like, it is. Turn he into was, a bubble he tea. Was right. But yeah, I remember he t- was talking up this game on, on his cook. <laughs> yeah. It's just the same dude that's cooking in the back. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of weird. Yeah. It, I, it had a good run. Yeah. I, I imagine, you know, drive by, look at it, and you say, really? That's not right. <laughs> the only reason why we drive by there is just for, like, Dairy Queen yeah. at this point. I haven't been there in, in ages. Quiznos. I don't know if they're if it's still there. They but used to, Quiznos used to be hot. They used to be really hot. It's now fire station. I used to have them when I worked at King and Dufferin. I, don't know, I was a big sub guy back then. I haven't yeah. had a sub in probably five years now. The subs kind of like a very last minute. If if I need something in a hurry, I was that's always the best spot. I was always doing stuff last minute when I worked at the Staples. The subway was like my staple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No pun intended, but I was always at that subway. Yo, they have the best, like, back in the day when they had, like, the daily deals. Yes. That that used to be the greatest. Even, like, McDonald's, right? Like, was it Friday's Big Mac? Or, no, Friday's filet fish fish yeah. And Wednesday's, I think, McChicken. Mm-hmm. Monday's Big Mac. Yeah. I remember they had the Big Extra. The Big Extra was a good burger. It had a tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had lettuce. It was, I think, a Whopper competitor. And it was good. I don't know why they got rid of it. In Isn't fact, a quarter pounder. Hardly any of their 
burgers have a tomato on it, if you've noticed. Well, you know what grinds my gear? Their drive through the menu. Oh. It's so fucking complicated. Is it? Why, why do they have to make it so complicated? It's so hard to track what it is. Like back in the day when you pull up and it's just a straight up like line by line item. Like you want a burger. This is yeah. what a burger is. You know, you know, pick your burger. Here's the price. Now I have to like friggin' navigate. And do you ever get in case you're pulling up? You're like, fuck, I don't want to pull up so fast because they're going to ask me what I want. Yeah. And here I am being a complete idiot. Just go, um, can I get a. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I haven't. I usually go there knowing what I want. And specifically, specifically for McDonald's. I don't like any of their burgers, really. Again, you said you hit the nail on the head. The breakfast is yeah. the best meal. And the best part of the breakfast is the hash brown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. French fries, it just depends on the time of day you're going, which location you're going to. The person may not have felt like putting salt on it for some reason. <laughs> or it's fucking cold. But the hash browns are always on point. All yeah. the time. They're always hot, They're crispy, hot. and fresh. Yes, yes. It's so crispy. the worst part is kind of when you when you want your all day breakfast, right? You roll up to McDonald's. If you go after eleven, they can't give you a hash brown. Yeah, yeah they got to yeah. give you a small fries, and that's garbage. Because <laughs> yeah, it lacks the consistency. Yeah, like you said, it's cold. Who the fuck's eating fries? Yeah, you got to you know Ronald Ronald McDonald. If you're listening, Purple <laughs> Grimace. I've seen you in commercials with the Raptors. You got to have all day hash browns. Brown. You have to. You have to do it. Just because I said so. I think with enough traction, they would. How hard is it to make a hash brown, man? You just fucking talk. They have more than one deep fryer. They do. You as a former employee. I don't know how things are set up now. I mean, I have stories. I have stories about back in the day. You weren't even there for that long, right? I was there for four months. I couldn't stand it anymore. (laughs) But like, I've been there through all their experiments. I remember they tried to serve deli sandwiches. Like Subway was hot back then. Yeah. And they tried to serve deli sandwiches. Were you there when they were they had the cafe? Uh, no, the cafe wasn't hot yet, but it was it was deli sandwiches because Subway was really on top of mind. They had Jared. Jared was not in prison, not being pedophile. He yes. probably was, but they didn't know about it yet. No, he was definitely <laughs> a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we remember. I remember we had to make deli sandwiches, like you know, turkey, ham, whatever. And like the rapper always said on the whatever i said uh, made certain served hot and fresh or whatever yeah whatever the slogan was i remember one guy arguing with us he's like it's cold i'm like <laughs> sir it's a tw- it's a turkey sandwich <laughs> it's cold like the bun is toasted whatever whatever but the yeah. turkey itself is not like hot right yeah, yeah yeah and this guy was like fighting with us i'm like sir would you like a refund just just get just get, get out of here just get out of here because it's crazy people just come to pick a fight I, think, I had a feeling he knew. He just wanted to. He just wanted to fight. He wanted to fight that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking character. Yo. <laughs> you meet all sorts of characters. Yeah. Imagine all the drunk stories. In retail, you build character, right? Now, nowadays, you know, you have the self serve kiosk. You have the app ordering. Yeah, you, you really don't, don't get that like face to face interaction with anybody i only interact with the cashier when i have to redeem those coffee cards yeah and yeah because i can't do that through a kiosk yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or app right um you know i think that all of this automation has actually made them slower that mcdonald's out there is the slowest mcdonald's i've ever seen 
Like other drive-thru? Than, other than the... I don't I tend not to use drive-thrus. But, oh, you mean uh, inside serving? It's so slow. Because oftentimes I just go there for a coffee. Or yeah. um, Americano. And I'm waiting for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes you see like your number is just there. Yeah. And the number that popped out after you is now being served. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck's going on? It's true. Yo, but it was madness back in the day. Remember back in... Like when we were in high school in the McDonald's, yes, and you're trying to buy McDonald's. Mm-hmm. If you don't get there early and catch it before the lineup builds up, because if you're you're stuck there like five back, you're you're done, man. You're mm-hmm. not gonna be eating your lunch. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> and that's back when they had like two dollar Big Macs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, how are you even gonna get your order? Because like the second you order, you have to like go to the back because there's no space in the counter. Yeah, or you're standing there waiting for them to give you your your, your burger. That's the old school location. Yeah, that, that was, was our time, man. That, that was, but I felt like they were, the workers actually worked back then. They were efficient. They just they just did their thing. Now I feel like there's too many orders, and the workers just get discouraged because yeah, like yeah. people are sending in orders from the kiosk, from mobile they're apps. They yeah. skip the dishes. There's uh, Uber, all that stuff. They're getting slammed. Yeah, yeah. their morale is is down. Yeah, it's actually quite a lot of people in there at this point. When you see their kitchen, it's crazy. Yeah. Like the front, people handing out, like putting out the orders or whatever. There's like four or five of them just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I've actually seen a lot more people like when I'm actually in the store waiting. I can see like they'll turn around and bump into each other and just spill like the whole drink. <laughs> yeah. It's happened like more than once. <laughs> yeah. Accidents tend to happen. Hopefully no one gets hurt. No, I just, I just like watch it. I'm like, wow. That's a goddamn mess for you guys. It is. I get it. That actually reminds me of something that I saw the other day that brings me back to, I think, maybe when we were in high school or whatever. There's a safety commercial of this, like, girl in a, working in a kitchen. Oh, and yeah. she's like, I'm about to have an accident. Yeah. And then she slips on, like, some water Yeah, while she's carrying, like, a pot of water. And she, like... Yeah, 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 water yeah, yeah, and like the blood curdling scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so realistic. Yeah, and like they showed like it was fucking graphic. All right, they yeah. showed like fucking skin like coming off. Like it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> Those are the kind of commercials we had. Like, and you were watching like YTV. Yeah, yeah. Like when that commercial's on, like I, I can't believe they aired that shit. But that shit is so real. That shit happens. It's like when you see those like um, security videos. Of like hot pot, you see like the hot pot explosion, and it always explodes on like on like the waitress. Yeah, I saw that one. I Man, think. that's crazy. That's oil, right? Yeah, yeah. It's oil, water, and everything. That's insane. Yeah, man. But looking back, yeah, being like sixteen years old working, <laughs> dude, that that's pretty close to like whatever the like child labor was back in the day. Pretty much, they trusted us. With a lot of things. And I guess this is what keeps the economy going. I'm not going to say it's... It was mostly brainless work. Yeah. But that's part of the problem, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I remember having to do so many dangerous things. Back working at the Staples, there's a lockup that we had at the front of the store um, in, the, in the manager's office to get, like, computers, monitors, whatever. Yeah. But there's no ladder in there. <laughs> and it was really narrow, so we had to climb the shelf. Okay, to get yeah, stuff down definitely. from the top shelf. Yeah. And you'd kind of do the thing where you climb, you 
brace your foot on the wall <laughs> and you grab something, right? Because you need both hands to grab it, right? <laughs> yeah. And like you are one misstep from like falling. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. But you got to you got to make that sale, <laughs> right? Make that zero commission. Yeah. Yeah, the shit that would yeah, that people would do. That it's probably not going to be around much cuz it's moving forward, it's all going to be you know, uh online deliveries. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long, how long it'll last just cuz like you said, things are going to get overwhelmed, right? Cuz soon you're going to have like, you know, Purolator or Canada Post be overwhelmed and that, they're pretty much overwhelmed where they have like third party suppliers that that does the deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, the the burden, the labor burden is shifting elsewhere. Right? Now it's shifting into like Amazon warehouses. There's big warehouses that are if you drive like there's one on I think was it where is it? Steel. Steels. Yeah. There's one I think is it on like Nielsen? There's another one somewhere. In, in the city. I forget where it is. Dude, David, uh, they have a lot of warehouses here. I'm seeing a lot of, yeah, huge warehouses being built now. I'm just like, wh- who's coming in? They're sprawling warehouses too. Like, they're huge. Yeah. I can only imagine having to ever work in a place like that. Yeah, it's just like this cavernous place. Just pellets of shit everywhere. It's It would scare me. It's like a futuristic scene of like a movie that... Because, like, warehouses used to be small or small-ish. Yeah. Like, there's robots going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably scary. should be, like, a movie starring Will Smith or something. Star like, iRobot. Starring, like, <laughs> star uh, like, Wilson. That's that's who's star. Yeah. That man be creating these robot drones right now. It's true. <laughs> In warehouses. It's, it's much needed. Eliminate the human workers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, again, it always brings it back where I, I just think, how how is this supposed to work? Because eventually everything kind of has like a balance, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so completely off balance at this point where it's like, like you know, going all the way back to talking about inflation and, and all the price going up, price mm-hmm. gouging. We're not getting like, you know, places aren't giving you even like the inflationary uh, bonus or like a raise. You're just like, what the fuck's going on? Your yeah. buying power is less. You know, how, how, eventually, what are you going to do? Just keep like jacking up the price and maintain it that way? Because the quantity is not going to be there. Yeah. It's it's really a sign of our times. And I think we all have to be aware of it. You know, these companies are really in it for themselves. Is it even possible? It's like a big, you're a hypocrite. Because you're basically when when companies come out and they go, you know, we're we're all about sustainability, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they care about like making the sales. Yeah, they're like, oh, revenue's been down or we're plateauing, but I'm like you want sustainability because technically, if we're making good money, then you just sustain this, you know, consistent output, and you you should be good. Yeah, but you know, it's all in the name of profits. Right, and these companies are opportunistic. Um, I don't know if you saw the story about Applebee's in this last week. Applebee's sent is an internal memo. First of all, I don't know why people are saying the loud part, are saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah, right. There's an internal memo. I think maybe between franchisees or something. Maybe it wasn't corporate, but it was basically saying gas prices are up, food prices are up, all these prices are up. 
government programs are ending for mm-hmm. like, you know, sir, uh, I guess in the States it's like, dude, know, they got less than relief. us, man. It was like only, was it one time right. payment? I think they have like un- unemployment. I don't know how their yeah, system yeah, yeah. works, but basically Applebee's, these managers are saying, you know, these people are paying a lot more for their goods and services. Yeah. Now they are going to have no choice but to work at Applebee's like for, and we want to try eating at the and, Applebee's and we want to try and lower their wages, like pay yeah. them less because they're desperate. They have no choice. We want to make them work more hours yeah. for less money. Um, and because they're desperate, yeah, right. Because everything is going up and they, again, they said the quiet part out loud. Right, not all companies are doing that, but you know that all companies are thinking that. Yeah. And the funny thing is that they're paying these people less money because they have no choice. They're desperate. But who are the kind of people who eat at Applebee's? Yeah. Right? These same people. Yeah. Maybe not the same employees, but like people that are like them are the type of clientele that Applebee's needs to survive. And you're mistreating people in the same income level like the same economic status it, it's just fucked up right the way these companies think right i wouldn't be mad if applebee's went out of business yeah yeah well, you, you just spoke about you know fritos and all, all those you know fritos owns all these brands underneath yeah and we always think that there's like they always talk about free markets being like the invisible hand you know, we'll make sure there's no monopolies. But realistically, just because like they don't own up one of the same thing, mm-hmm. instead they go owning everything. <laughs> then behind the scene, they can just change whatever price it is, right? Yeah. Now, it's just like Unilever; they yeah. own so many brands, like underneath them. It's true. Like if you look at your grocery store, Unilever, Procter and Gamble, yeah, Kraft, Johnson Johnson, Johnson Johnson, I think. Was it like maybe General Mills or whatever? Like, there's like five or six companies that own like almost everything. Yeah. In the entire grocery store, so they can really control a whole family's budget, basically. Yeah. How they spend it, and you're just getting less bang for your buck, less money, less less goods for your money, and it's all driven at at the end of the day by like five corporations. Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be fun. Not fun, but it's gonna be intense to see how everything plays out. Just because you know it's gonna be, it's not gonna get any better. Like especially in the city out here, yeah. like all the housing prices keeps going up. Yeah, prices don't go down. It's crazy. <laughs> I haven't seen down like. People that were buying it like maybe four, you know, three, four years ago, I'm like, damn, you're paying that much. Mm-hmm. And then looking, you know, today, it's worth even more. And I'm just like, how is this going? How does this work? Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck can afford this house? But, you know, I don't work. I make all decent money. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, it's it could be a struggle sometimes. It can. And how are other people that are like, you know, basically intermediate level or whatever expected to be, to be able to pay any of anything. Right. But you got to get lucky. Uh, a lot of it is luck, but timing is everything as well. 
you know, I'm here in this house. I'm lucky to have bought it when I did because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to, which is fine. You know, I'm here by myself. This is a lot of space for one person. But, but like the alternative, like what's the alternative? I was just in my other property the other day. I moved the tenants out. They're gone. Yeah. And like, could I live in that space again? I thought about it. I'm like, fuck, I miss this area. Yeah. Like, could I ever go back? I'm like, no, that place is so small. Yeah. Right? I've been spoiled now. <laughs> yeah. You, you need that space. Cause you were like kind of half the time you're underground. I need a middle zone, right? Like this space is a perfect opportunity, right? There could be a whole family living here. I, I, I sometimes I think about that. I'm like, fuck, I'm taking up a space where a whole family could live. Yeah. Right. I don't feel great, but I'm like, fuck, I took care of myself. Yeah. I could have bought a smaller place, but then I'd be kind of pigeonholed in that smaller space. Right. Yeah. I bought something that I can grow into. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't blame you because, hey, at least you're living in a place and not just buying it and just like, you know, leaving it empty. Yeah. Because those be more crazy because like some listings these days, they're like straight up empty houses. Yeah. So, but I don't can't complain. At least we have it good. Man, we, we tried to keep it light. I think it was for the most part. Yeah, most part in the middle was pretty light. Not everything can be fun and games, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at least we're not into geopolitics these days. No, I mean, your <laughs> wife said we would go there. We didn't really go there. So Is that what is, she told you? This is just to spite her. <laughs> keep, your wife, keep my wife's name <laughs> out your fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, and we, and we fi- <laughs> saved it till the last. <laughs> <and> dropped. <laughs> but yeah, we won't get into it because... Who the fuck cares about all this slapping business? No, it was fun to it's fun to watch, but I mean that's that's about it, right? No, no one needs to you know break it down. No, even though they are, but whatever, it doesn't have to be us. Yeah, but all right, good good episode, man. All right, peace.